are Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. It's free and available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel. Follow it, too, to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. Um, I, I'm i going to be honest, um, and I've thought about this over the past 12, 18 hours, um, and I mean this very sincerely. Because of how the University of Cincinnati is involved with what happened last night in Cincinnati, I don't feel as if it's appropriate for me to sit to sit here today and talk to you about Bearcats athletics. In fact, today, Locked On Bearcats should be called Locked On University of Cincinnati. Because the University of Cincinnati right now is saving someone's life. The University of Cincinnati is in the process of saving someone's life. I want you all to absorb that for a minute. Because what happened last night, and I was asked this driving home from the game. So my sister, my mom, and I are driving home from the game. And my mom asks us, what's one word you would use to describe what happened? And I couldn't think of one word to describe Last night then, but I thought about it more um, last night and throughout the day. And the one word that I have is mortal. Last night, I was one of 66, 67,000 plus fans who were there and millions more watching on television. I was one of many people who was a witness to the mortality of life. I was, I saw in a split second, I saw in a split second how quickly someone's life can change in a football game. That's what I saw last night. At Paycor Stadium. And it, it it was probably the scariest thing I've ever seen. And I was there earlier this year when Tua Tagovailoa was knocked to the ground. Concussed. I was there when Ryan Shazier was paralyzed. Thankfully, by the grace of God, he's walking again. I've seen a lot of horrific events at Paycor Stadium, Paul Brown Stadium. But never what I saw last night. I think about what happened last night. And I think about, you know, I, my family has been through losing a loved one. And it's, it's horrible. Uh, It is horrible. In this instance, a human being, 24 years old, his life almost 
ended on a football field. His life almost ended in a place where he is, where most of his life has been consumed. 24 years old, second year in the league, has a chance to be a part of a team who could win the Super Bowl, playing in the biggest game of the year, both for his team and the NFL. And by the end, now, as I sit here today and record a podcast about the Cincinnati Bearcats, it is appropriate for me to mention what happened last night, my thoughts on it, my reaction to it, and I don't feel as if it's appropriate for me to sit here today and start off the show by talking about Bearcat Athletics. Because yes, you, the audience, you want me to come on and share my thoughts about Scott Satterfield or Wes Miller or anything else that's big around Cincinnati, the Big 12. You know, can TCU pull an upset against Georgia in the national championship? And is Cincinnati going to a conference with a national champion? Is Cincinnati going to be able to be competitive in the Big 12 now in both sports? But you know what? What we saw last night, and I said this on Twitter. I said on Twitter that I love sports and life. The latter was more important last night. It should be that way every night. It should be that life is more important than sports. Last night, a high-stakes game was postponed, cut short, because someone nearly lost their life on a, on a football field. And if that, and if you are someone who wanted the game to continue, and I think a lot of us did, if you are someone who wanted the game to continue even after the game was postponed, I would ask you to put yourself in the mindset of the players and think about what they're going through. Think about what someone like Tredavious White and Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer. Think about, think about Leslie Frazier, Buffalo's defensive coordinator. I think that at this point has been brought up several times since what, since what happened last night happened. That player, DeMar Hamlin, is probably, his teammates and coaches are around him more than their families. That is something to think about. Their brother, their brother, is fighting for his life. And if you didn't watch Ryan Clark on SportsCenter last night, you missed a candid, unfiltered analysis. Because this was more than just your average scary injury. If there is a such thing as an average scary injury, which there really shouldn't be. And I sit here today, and the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, which has a level one trauma center, and so many people on Twitter, have commented that that is why they are so thankful that DeMar Hamlin is where he is. 
because he is getting the best care. And while there isn't any update right now, I would just, as we see on Twitter, continue to pray. And how quickly Twitter changed last night. How quickly Twitter changed. I saw things trending on Twitter during a football game that I never see. I'm sitting in Paycor Stadium. Section 110, row 24, seat 22. And we see someone go down. We don't know who it is. We see the stretcher come out right away. Okay, that's odd. Maybe he has a bad concussion. Maybe they knew right away what it was. My cousin then screams something. I forget what it was. And then I look and I see the ambulance come out. And I say to myself, this is not good. And you start to think, and remember Kyrie McDonald? Remember when the Bearcats played Ohio State in 2019? Kyrie McDonald suffered a seizure, was convulsing on the field. That was scary. But this was not, that was not something like this. The medical staff of the Bills, the Bengals, and independent medical staff was performing CPR. And when you're taught like me, CPR in 6th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade, whatever you're taught it, you hope that you never have to use it in life. But guess what? It, It happens. And again, I saw, like I said, the mortality of life last night. How quickly it can end. Thankfully, it hasn't. And I don't, and I pray to God that it doesn't. But you're talking about a football player in critical condition. And this is scary stuff. Now, why I'm making this about the University of Cincinnati? Because the UC Medical Center is, I am so proud of what they are doing. They are in the process of saving someone's life from another team. Forget about that, though. Forget that he plays for the Buffalo Bills and that they are a challenger to the Bengals this year in the AFC. Think about it as they are, this is, this is about human life. And all of a sudden, and you hear and read about stuff that becomes, that sports stories become news stories. Hank Gathers of Loyola Marymount in 1990. I wasn't alive for that. Maybe you were listening to this and remember it. Um, Kevin Everett in 2007, Buffalo Bills. This stuff becomes news stories. This is about someone fighting for their life. And when you see players from around the league, in other leagues, people on Twitter, everyday people. That is what it's all about. And and here and I am so proud today to be not only a Cincinnati Bearcat, a graduate, a third generation graduate of a school that um has an outstanding medical center. 
that saves lives is in the process of saving someone's right now. Forget about DeMar Hamlin playing a football game again this year. If he does, kudos to him. But if he doesn't, kudos to him. Because he, I mean, like I said, mortality of life. But I'm so proud to be a Cincinnati Bearcat and a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Because what I saw last night was sportsmanship at its absolute finest. I saw humanity at its absolute finest. I saw Zach Taylor, when they were going to resume the game. Would it have been okay if they resumed the game? I don't know. I did not think it was right to resume the game. I thought, I think it would have felt weird. I kept saying to myself, what's going to happen if they resume this game? And the Bengals win the division. Can I even be excited about that? The answer probably would have been no. So Joe Burrow's warming up. Stefan Diggs reportedly was rallying the Bills on their sideline. Sean McDermott was getting his team ready. And Zach Taylor, who years ago was clowned and criticized for saying things about culture and connectedness and closeness and anything along the lines of that, and he wasn't winning football games. And you clowned him because, you know, they were close, whatever. Let me tell you something. There's a reason why he built this team the way he did and this organization. Zach Taylor, who has four young kids and a wife, Sean McDermott's married with kids, I I believe. Zach Taylor sensed this is not right. And you can be mad that he maybe played the biggest role in the game being postponed last night. You can be mad whatever you want. I don't care. You know what Zach Taylor showed me? Even in a Monday night football, the biggest Monday night football game in 25 years in my lifetime. Let me tell you, from being at that game, that place was as alive as I have ever heard a sporting event in my lifetime. Ever. And then instantly, dead silence. 66, 67,000 plus fans screaming. And then it turned into the biggest church gathering, so to speak, ever. Everybody praying. I mean, if what the, my lasting image, and this is something you never see at a football game. I've never seen. Maybe you've seen it. I had never seen it. I saw the Bills huddle and pray during a football game. That's when I knew not playing the game, continuing the game was the wrong call. It was the absolute wrong call. I sit here today, a very proud Cincinnati Bengals fan, because the head coach who represents an organization that my family has been connected to for 50 plus years, this is the 50, um, 55th season of Bengals football. Is that right? Yeah, 55th season. 
And what the Bengals did last night was do something that my family has told me and that you hear from many other people. Some things are more important than sports. And that was especially true last night. There was no way that game could have resumed with someone's life hanging in the balance. And so again, for me to sit up here today and talk about University of Cincinnati Athletics is kind of difficult for me to do, and I don't know if it's necessarily right for me to do. Because right now, the University of Cincinnati, yes, there's a new head coach in football. Yes, there's a basketball season happening. But the University of Cincinnati and the Bearcats are the University of Cincinnati. That is the team name. That is the mascot. But we are Bearcats today at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, which discovered Benadryl. What, it, it has done so many incredible things throughout history. Right now is saving someone's life who almost died on a football field in Cincinnati. And if that doesn't, if that doesn't make you think differently about things and about life, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge. But if you wanted that game to continue and you tuned in today for me to talk about Bearcats Athletics, and I'm going to, I don't know if today is an appropriate day to do so. And I thought about it, right? I'm not, I'm not, this is not locked on Bengals. But and I give major credit to our president. David Locke, I give major credit for him sending an email to all of us last night. Bills, Bengals, Locked On NFL, Locked On Pitt, those shows had reduced times today and the ads were pulled from the shows. That's tremendous leadership right there by David Locke. Major, major credit. I'm honored to work for him. And then he said, if any of your shows relates to this, talk about it. And Locked On Bearcats is the, is, Locked On Reds is another one. But Locked On Bearcats directly relates to this because the Bearcats are Cincinnati. UC Medical Center is a part of the University of Cincinnati. I am a graduate of the University of Cincinnati. My mom is a graduate of the University of Cincinnati. My grandparents are graduates of the University of Cincinnati. I was tailgating with one of my cousin's friends last night. His dad is a graduate of the University of Cincinnati. We were talking about Scott Satterfield and recruiting and Luke Fickle. That stuff does not matter right now because what matters right now is that someone's life is at risk. And I think about this. I think about the city of Buffalo. And I've always felt like the the two cities, Cincinnati and Buffalo, have always been tight. I always feel like Bengals fans don't dislike Bills fans. Bills fans feel the same way about Bengals fans. Heck, I met met a Bills fan at the tailgate last night. Mutual respect between us. And I think about what that city has been through in this year alone. The mass shooting in May. Just think about that for a minute. Unfortunately, there have been so many of those, not only this year, but throughout our country's recent history. 
and you ne- and you hope to God it never happens in your hometown, but for the city of Buffalo, that horror and the way the Bills helped in the aftermath and the recovery and the healing. And I don't know if they'll ever recover from that. Then you think about not one, but two blizzards in November, which forced the Bills to move a home game to Detroit. In December, the Bills came back from a game in Chicago and snow just falling. Dozens of people died. And working in the news business, I saw the stories. I saw the stories of someone who got frostbite and then a stranger taking care of him. I heard about roads being shut down. I heard about all the horrors that went on there. And the bills who might mean as much to a a city as any in the NFL. One of their players' lives is is now at risk. And I think about what that organization stands for. I think about Sean McDermott. I think about Josh Allen. I think about Brandon Bean. That organization is one of the most well-run organizations in sports. In the NFL. That city has been through a lot. And now this. We turn to sports to escape. Right? Remember when COVID-19 hit. And throughout history, when there's been war, when there's been 9-11, when there's been anything, what do we turn to to escape and unite sports? When COVID-19 hit, you couldn't do that. Last night was the first time, other than COVID-19, since 1971, or one of the first times where an injury so severe prompted the postponement of a football game. And not just any football game. I'll acknowledge that it was a high-stakes football game. I will acknowledge that. But that doesn't matter. How can you... You have to understand, yes, football players are tough and macho and all this and that. I get all of that. But you know what I also get? They have mental health, right? And when you see one of your teammates almost die on the field, how can you continue to play? It was not right to resume the game last night. Is it right to resume the game eventually? I don't know. The Bills flew back to Buffalo. Rightfully so, man. Some stayed behind to go be with DeMar Hamlin, which I'm seeing... That his toy drive, which had a $2,500 goal, that's now nearly $4 million. That's how much people care about DeMar Hamlin. And for me, I I am a part of Houdé Nation. My whole family is. But today, we're a part of Bill's Mafia. We are a part of the city of Buffalo. I've watched that city overcome a mass shooting two blizzards, and one of their beloved players almost dying on a football field. And because it is the, what is happening, is still fighting for his life. Yes, his vitals were back to normal last night, according to his marketing rep. 
But there's still, I mean, no update yet at the time of this recording that I've seen. I mean, this is just, I mean, again, we turn to sports to escape. But there is a time and a place to understand that life is bigger than sports. And because this is a daily Bearcats podcast, the Bearcats are the University of Cincinnati. And right now, they're in the process of saving someone's life. For me to sit up here today and talk about Bearcats athletics, I did not think that was right. And I am sorry if you disagree, if you disagree with me on that. That is totally fine. But for those of you who do agree with me, thank you. Because I'm going to be honest, I did not sleep well last night. And a lot of people didn't either. If you were at the game, if you watched the game, if you listen to the game, that stuff is never going to go away. It may not. There's a there's a book out there called I Was There. If I had to write about my five most memorable sports moments, this one would be up there. What I mean by memorable is not necessarily the thrill of it, but what you can recall the most in vivid detail. I can recall last night in vivid detail like that. I'm going to take a time out to tell you why this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Lockdown Sports today. The biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Lockdown's take of the day. Lockdown Sports today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Again, just a very, very scary night last night. Um, um, A lot of people... I don't know how many people think are thinking about this right now because they're so caught up in making sure that I'm not even going to go there. No, it's not worth for me to go there. Um, but when you witness something like that, when you witness the mortality of life, you, you really understand how precious life is. I'm 24, you know, I've been through losing a loved one. It's not easy. And I still am not over that. But when you see someone almost die in front of your eyes, one minute 
They're flying around trying to make a tackle. The next minute, they're fighting for their life. That's something that doesn't leave you. And that's something that you don't just leave the stadium, you go home, and you don't think about it. No. I watched SportsCenter last night until 1230. It wasn't easy. I'm on Twitter every night. Okay, I went to bed at 1, let me see, one fifteen. I just could not stay awake any longer. <laughs> that didn't help. Woke back up at 2.10. All right. Went back to bed at 5.45. Woke up again. That didn't help. 7.15. 8.30. Finally, 10.30. Was able to get up and start the day. And as I'm walking my dog, and I'm sitting on the couch with him, thankfully for him, he doesn't know what's happening in the world right now. So, whatever you need to do today, whether that's watch an NBA game, whether that's looking forward to tomorrow's show, which will be back to normal, but because the Bearcats are the University of Cincinnati, and because a football player who played in a football game in Cincinnati last night is fighting for his life at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, it was not appropriate for me as a Bearcat, a third-generation Bearcat, to sit and the family that I come from, it was not appropriate for me to sit up here today and talk about Bearcat athletics. I'm sorry if you disagree with that. I totally get I totally get where you're coming from. I respect your opinion. I really do. But for those of you who do agree with me and understand, thank you. Because there is a football player fighting for his life at the hands of the University of Cincinnati Medical Center staff. Level one trauma. Just think about those for a minute. So whatever you do today, after you listen to this, whatever you do for the rest of the day, the week, this year, pray for DeMar Hamlin, pray for his family, pray for his teammates, the Bills, and the city of Buffalo. Because they need you right now. And I am now a part of Bill's Mafia and what they stand for. Wow. I mean, this is, I mean, this is, these last 24 hours have been just a whirlwind of unrealness. Um, that is going to do it for me today here on Lockdown Bearcats. Um, I had a, I had a show planned for today. I'm going to move it to tomorrow. Um, I don't even feel if it's appropriate for me to tease tomorrow's show. Um, but I will. Um, there were two things I noticed over the weekend that could spell rough life for the Bearcats in the Big 12. One on the football field, one on the basketball court. We'll get to those tomorrow. Russ Heldman joining me later on this week. Potentially Josh Neighbors and a recruiting expert joining as well. I'm on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's, N-N-A-T-I, Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore, and email Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for making, excuse me, Lockdown Bearcats your first listen today. Now, make Lockdown Sports today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Lockdown Sports Today podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Once again, for Lockdown Bearcats, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day. Please keep DeMar Hamlin and the Buffalo Bills and the city of Buffalo in your thoughts and prayers. And I would also I would also recommend keeping T. Higgins in your thoughts and prayers today. Because he was he's he, he was tackled by DeMar Hamlin. He was right there. Please keep him in your thoughts and prayers as well. For Lockdown Bearcats, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day. Please pray for Tamar Hamlin, the Bills, and the city of Buffalo. And I'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Bearcats.